Well, today is Tuesday, October 3rd, and I want to welcome you to this episode of the Extra Point Podcast. Really glad you've joined us. My name is Todd. I'm one of the pastors here at First Family Church. And on the Extra Point Podcast, we take a few moments, uh, usually on a weekly basis, to look back at the previous text from which we preached. And we bring some further insight, deeper observation, additional insight and application. And this week, we're going to look back to last week, last Sunday, in which it was the beginning of what we call around First Family, Go Week. Sometimes it's Go Month, but it's a special time each fall, typically, dedicated and devoted to emphasizing uh, God's global mission. We highlight our partners. We have some here as guests. And so some of those things are pretty typical church to church. And so it's our attempts and efforts to really highlight the mission of God. And I want to take a moment and just in this episode answer a question that I think perhaps lingers in our mind, though we don't often voice it. And it comes from knowing that uh, we do have a strong sending mentality here at First Family. We often say that God has really given us a vision to be a reproducing kind of church, a multiplying environment. Uh, our goal is to develop devoted followers of Christ. That's the aim of all of our ministries. That's in line, of course, with the Great Commission. And we know that inherent in being a, a devoted follower is that you will embrace and adopt a multiplying mindset. You'll be a goer. You'll be a sender. You'll, you'll think about life in these terms. And often that's derived from and seen in the New Testament. We speak often about the thread of sending in the New Testament. And last Sunday, as our guest speaker, Brooks Boozer, showed us, uh, that is uh, very clear in the New Testament. It's clear in the Gospels. It's clear in the epistles. It's clear in Revelation as the end game is someone from every nation, language, tribe, and tongue around God's throne that comes from a sending type of mentality, uh, the work of the gospel going to the ends of the earth, the Great Commission, Romans chapter 10, from where he spoke. So the New Testament is a, is a centerpiece when it comes to a church's posture regarding sending and multiplying. The question often in our minds is this, though. Does the Old Testament have a sending theme? And sometimes we don't voice that, but it's a legitimate question. Is there a consistency in both the Old and New Testaments regarding sending, or is it kind of a new concept uh, in the New Testament? It's a good question. Let me see if I can address that, and let me give a succinct answer to the question first. The question being, of course, does the Old Testament have a sending theme? And the answer is yes. Now, I know you expected that, all right, um, and you probably knew that, but let me see if I can give some insight into the answer that will help us be more equipped to think about the entire narrative of God's revelation and how it's rooted in and uh, is centered around a sending type of theme. First of all, in the Old Testament, the sending theme really does center around the one who is sent, and that's Jesus Christ. You know, he's called the Messiah. That's what the word Christ means. He's named Jesus once he's born. This is what all of the Old Testament points to. It's referred to as in Genesis um, when the seed of the woman is mentioned. And, of course, it's the one that every prophet is pointing to. It's the uh, end game of all the types and all the symbols. It's Jesus Christ, the birth of Christ, the one who would save his people from their sins. 
And so in that aspect, as far as the, the whole aim of the Old Testament, all of the prophecies, all of the um, people, all of the preaching, it was aimed at the one who would be sent. And John 3.16, of course, uh, lays this out so beautifully and so simply. It's one of the first verses as kids that we learn, isn't it? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. You could say he sent his only begotten son. And so, yes, from a, a we'll call it a, a character point of view, from a personal point of view, all of the Old Testament points to the one who would be sent. So that's sending, uh, that's a sending mentality. That's a sending framework and an overlay over the entire Old Testament because it is all about the one who would be sent. But let me also give some additional, um, uh, can I say, wording in regards to the sending framework and theme of the Old Testament? Because the wording in the Old Testament is more of what we would say, come and see. Now, in the New Testament, it's go and tell. That's the Great Commission. Of course, there are five Great Commission passages. Um, but the, the overall tenor of those New Testament Great Commission passages is of a, a go and tell kind of theme, a go and tell kind of uh, ambiance. In the Old Testament, it was really more of a come and see ambiance, more of a come and see kind of tone. I remind you, first of all, uh, this was true with Solomon. You know, he built a house for the Lord, um, and Second Chronicles lays this out for us. And part of it was so that it would be a not just a masterpiece, but a centerpiece of how the children of Israel worshipped God, and it would be a light to the nations. God even said that his people were to be a light in the Old Testament, shining to the nations. And we saw, you know, we've seen several times in the Old Testament how that did draw of those outside of the Jewish nation who weren't Hebrews, who weren't Israelites, many of them did believe, such as Rahab. And so there was a sense in which the worship of, of God's people was a light to the nations, and their language was one of come and see. I'd remind you that um, a queen did visit Solomon. She was so enamored and, and in awe of what... Solomon did for God. So there was a come and see aspect in the Old Testament because of the temple and the centerpiece of, of uh, the worship of God by his people. I would also remind you this continued even when Jesus came in person. Now, often we think about the Gospels as being New Testament, and they are in the division of the books of the Bible, but they're actually chronologically still part of the Old Testament. Because Christ had not died yet, so the new covenant had not, in that sense, been ratified or um, um, finished yet. And so in this Old Testament type of period, folks were still saying, come and see. Do you recall what Andrew said to Peter? Come and see the Messiah. Do you recall the woman at the well when she went back to the town and said, come see a man who told me everything I've ever done? And so because Jesus was here in person, he was the, the living fulfillment of the temple. He was God's presence with us. There was still this come and see mentality. When Christ died and rose again and then the Holy Spirit was sent, then the believers who 
then congregated were the church. They were Christ's body. And now wherever they would go, they would take Christ's presence and Christ's power. And so it now became more of a go-and-tell type of um, mentality or had that kind of tone. And so do you see how both of these work together? In, in both Testaments, there is still a sending emphasis. They take some different wording, and there's a little bit of a different type of ambiance. But God's heart has always been for the nations. It's always for every language group. And you see this in both Testaments, how even in um, both new and old, there are people coming to Christ from all kinds of different languages. In fact, one of my favorite um, almost hidden verses, and I'll share more about this Sunday when I kind of walk through a more explicit sending timeline in the New Testament. One of my favorite verses, and I think it's just such a hidden gem, is in Acts chapter 2 when there's this small phrase that said, at Pentecost there were uh, Jews, believing Jews, from every nation. Isn't that amazing? That uh, subsequent to Christ's death, resurrection, in this interim between his resurrection and the sending of the Holy Spirit, in this time in between, um, Jews had gathered in Jerusalem, and there were believers from every nation. So what had God done in those previous decades and centuries? He had made sure, he, he had made sure that his people were the necessary and appropriate light so that other nations could see and could hear and could believe. And they were gathered in Jerusalem on that day. And of course, when they then received the Holy Spirit, they went back to their nations to do what? To go and tell. And so just be aware, the sending theme that, that we so emphasize at First Family isn't just or isn't only a New Testament concept. It does look a little different, but it has always been part of God's plan to make sure his people are a multiplying, reproducing, uh, uh, sending kind of people so that the gospel gets to every language group. So that in the end, when Revelation, as it tells us, when it all unfolds, there will be the worship of God from every language group for eternity.